The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now with me in studio is Georgie Crawford, founder of The Good Globe. She's a health coach and now author because her new book is just out. It's called Glow. Georgie, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You're back in your old stomping ground, really, aren't you? Yeah, and hearing, you know, the Metro line and Mannix Flynn, it's bringing back so many memories of uh, working in this office. So it's great to be back and see so many familiar faces. Now, before we talk about your book, talk to me about The Good Glow. Um, My girls know all about it. Um, I don't think it's aimed at me. Mm, (laughs) Never say never, (laughs) Pat. Never say never. So tell me, what is it? So I created my podcast, uh, The Good Glow, in my recovery from cancer, and I've gone on to have amazing conversations with people all over the world. Uh, I went on to uh, become a health coach myself. So it felt like it was time to write a book, and my book is all about how you can evolve in both your professional and personal life anchored through my own stories and experience. So go back to your pre-cancer life Mm -hmm. and what it was and what you wanted it to be. I suppose I was fixated on one outcome. So I felt like I was in, well, it was only when I reflected really that I could see it, that I was in this cycle of madness every day. Um, And I was so fixated on getting this promotion in work that I completely kind of disconnected from myself, what made me happy, what brought me joy. Um, And then through my, my chemotherapy journey, I got a chance to stop and really look at my life from the outside in. Um, So at some stage during chemotherapy, I mean, you were worried, presumably a little bit about your own mortality. Am I going to make it? Absolutely. Every single day. So when I had those moments, um, I used to sit in my garden um, and say, if I survive this, things are going to be different because I don't only want to live for my family and my friends, but I actually want to live for me. And I think in those moments, I really connected with myself for the first time. I truly loved myself and I wanted to go. I wanted a second chance to actually see what I was made of and stop counting myself out of so much. That meant you had to kind of reinvent yourself entirely because you had one career, you know, in in a broadcast uh, helter-skelter environment and you decided to do something else. How did you fix upon what you really wanted to do? It was time. It was reflection. It was actually getting to know who I was, you know. And then I think through telling my own story, I remember looking around this office one day and thinking... It's it's such a great environment to work in. I love radio, but where do women go to tell their stories at length? You know, we get a six minute conversation, maybe 10, 15. But what about an hour? What if I could sit down with a woman for an hour and hear her story from start to finish and everything in between? So that's really where it came from. The whole idea for my business. Okay, now uh, the Good Glow was a podcast. Then Um, you had a background in broadcast, and you know you're not afraid of a microphone, shall we say? (laughs) So, so that's at least a start. It's it's a a different way of living, a different way of making a living, but it kind of had its seeds in where you started. Absolutely, and I'm so grateful for everything that you know I learned in radio, and I think Pat as well. Like, there's a responsibility with podcasting, and I. I think you have to be careful about what information you're putting out there. So for me, my experience in the media, in the newsroom has helped me build a strong brand. Mm. Now, The Good Glow is very successful. uh, But tell me, did you go back to your old job? You know, the way that's your uh, life belt in a sense. Mm 
So you have that job, you discover you have cancer, that's devastating news, you recover. Did you go back to the old job first before you embarked? Yes. And we hear this so much, don't we? When we're sick or we're going through something, I just want to get back to normal. So I attempted that and I I went back to normal in inverted commas for six months. But I suppose through that time, I realised that I didn't have to be who I used to be. And I was discovering new things about myself. And I was like, actually, who am I today? Who am I today? And I didn't want, I couldn't rebuild my life with old stories because so much had changed. Like I've done the half marathon. I swim now in the Now you sea. never saw yourself as a runner, did you? I am not a runner was my <laughs> mantra for 32 years until I put on my runners one day and went for a run and all of a sudden I was You're a runner. runner. <laughs> Not and, very good. And what about the sea swimming? The sea swim, it was a huge moment and I talk about it in the book of taking the leap and looking at the sea my whole life and feeling, you know, I just want to get in there but never actually following through. So in the book, it's it's one of my favourite parts of it. I spoke about um, asking for help, telling people this is what I want to do and my family helping me get into the sea and I've never looked back. Uh, the book is dedicated to, to your uh, other half. I was going to say better half but that's mm-hmm. n- that's not politically correct at all. <laughs> Depends uh, on who you ask. <laughs> as Jamie and Tobia as, as well. Uh, the, the, the book itself is simply called Glow, subtitle Five Steps to Create the Life You Dream About. So it's aspirational for people. But what, uh, you know, it briefly, the five steps, because we want them to buy the book and take, oh. take it slowly, shall we say. But what are the five steps? Yeah, so I'm getting actually the most uh, feedback on my step about quitting people pleasing. Um, So I feel like none of the steps can really exist without the other one. So the first step is people pleasing. Then you go on to connect with yourself, making the change, becoming curious and then trusting life and staying open to your journey and where it might be taking you. Now, there is a parable in uh, pleasing people and that's the parable of the burnt potato. Mm. Explain. Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, The burnt potato was a real moment for me. So Jamie had been diagnosed with MS very early in our relationship. And I suppose people listening will be able to relate to caring for someone so much and you want them to stay healthy and happy, but you sacrifice maybe your own health. And we didn't consciously do that, but I suppose it was always in the back of our minds. We need to keep Jamie well. So when there is a burnt bit of the dinner and lots of mums will be able to relate to this, I put the burnt bit of the dinner on my plate because I told myself, I'll survive, I'll be grand. Now, in my recovery, I remember having some time and thinking, how did I expect to thrive and survive and when I was eating the burnt bit of the dinner all the time. And it's and that's re- a metaphor for everything, isn't for it? everything. Always putting yourself second. Yes, and sacrificing your own health and happiness because you want everyone else to have a great experience. But actually, what I have learned through my recovery is that I don't eat the burnt potato anymore because I don't want my daughter to eat the burnt potato. All right. So you you want to show her because, you you, you know, you you can only do what you see done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that the object lesson you, you get from your parents, um, you, you kind of carry through life with you, whether you like it or not. Absolutely. There. And I think we all have mums, you know, if, if, uh, who who sacrificed themselves for so many years. 
and, and produce daughters who then sacrifice themselves. Absolutely. So uh, with full support from my mum, who mm. does everything for us, uh, she gave me permission to break the cycle. Now, uh, you have had, uh, you know, another aspect to your life which has Im- been impacted by by Vladimir Putin, strangely enough, and that's the whole surrogacy journey. I know. And that was, we were supposed to do an embryo transfer with our surrogate mother in Ukraine on the 21st of February last year. And as we all know, um, the war broke out on the 24th and uh, unimaginable time for the people of Ukraine. And we were just devastated. Uh, and that that meant that you were devastated for them, what they were going through, but also your own process had to stop. Yes. Yeah, so uh, obviously everyone we worked with, they were in bunkers. We couldn't believe we watched in horror with the rest of the world, uh, you know, what was unfolding. Um, our embryos were rescued from Kiev by the most incredible man who drove to the border of Slovakia with our embryos in the boot of his car. Uh, the embryologist from the clinic. Um, and we uh, brought our embryos to a new country about six months later. Like we were so shocked that we just couldn't make a decision. Uh, so we stopped, paused our journey and we have um, restarted in a new country and our surrogate mother is pregnant now. Wow. wow. But what a, a story. It's like a thriller. It carrying em- embryos frozen, of course, uh, or, or certainly in what, dry ice or something, yes. carrying from one jurisdiction to another under fire yes, from, from Putin. And, it's and extraordinary. And to see the, uh, he took a picture standing at the boot of his car with the Ukraine flag and our embryos in the boot, which was just... And, and when you say, yeah. you know, our journey was impacted by Putin, like it was. It was. Directly, you know. Yeah. And the extraordinary thing is that now you will have a child when the pregnancy goes to full term who's rather older than she might, he or she might have been yes. or younger rather than the, he or she might have been. Yeah, the same <laughs> child, but one year later. And what an unbelievable um, yeah. privilege it is. And um, Because your, your chemo affected your ability to, to carry your own embryo. Yes, it's because of my cancer drug that, I'm, that I chose to stay on that we decided to go down the surrogacy road. Yeah. Um, text here from uh, Gary in Furhas. Remember being on a show on TV called The Tech Buzz? with Georgie. She was a legend then and is a legend still. Great to hear that she's doing so well. Oh, wow. Thank you. So that's from Gary. So uh, Glow, the book is called. It's in hardback and it's uh, it's in dusty pink. Yes. In cover. It's a beautifully produced book. It's published by Hachette. uh, Subtitled Five Steps to Create the Life You Dream About. And its author, Georgie Crawford. Thank you very much for joining us in studio today. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.